Hi, I'm Johnny Reinhardt. And I'm Megan Francis. And you're listening to the Meet the Makers podcast. In this show, we talk to the masters who create beer, wine, and spirits in Southwest Michigan to hear what inspires their craft. It's all part of the Makers Trail. You can learn all about the makers that are part of the Makers Trail at makerstrail.org and plan your route with the map available right at their website, makerstrail.org. And now it's time to meet the makers. We are here at Silver Harbor Brewing Company here in St. Joe, right off Pleasant Street, and we are meeting the makers. Joining us today is Christian Cook from uh, Silver Harbor, also uh, Ben Dahl. Now, uh, Christian, you are the one of the owners and one of the uh, master brewers, uh, but you look uh, quite young, I would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, how old um, are you? Uh, 26. So. Wow. Wow. Yeah, y- young for the industry, but uh, just just excited to be a part of it. This was always kind of a, a dream of mine was to be in the brewing industry, um, and so yeah, here we are about a year later, and uh, it's exciting to be a part of it. Yeah, it hasn't even really. Uh, it's been about about a year for you guys here. Y- yep, it'll be uh, April six is wow. our uh, one year anniversary. So coming up. Time has been flying, but uh, you gave us a, a quick tour of your brewing facility, and this place is massive. Pretty, it's massive, and it's pre- impressive back uh, there. Yeah, just the uh, the restaurant side here, uh, just absolutely beautiful. I mean, you guys got a lot of uh, what I've noticed a lot of like natural wood. Yeah, uh, like from the tables to the uh, the bar area, and it's just a really good environment. Uh, Where did all this all these tables come from? Did you guys make them yourselves? Um, yeah, so we had a uh, a contractor, Andy Weiser, come in, and he did a fantastic job of putting this place together. Kind of brought that. Um, rustic industrial yeah. feel. I don't I know it. if that's a, an I actual think it's a thing. Area. Yeah. It's a thing. We just uh, made it. Honestly, a thing. you can make up anything <laughs> you want. <laughs> but yeah, uh, kind of brought that vibe to this. Um, uh, it's all Michigan maple and walnut um, cut down uh, not too far from here in, in oh, Marion wow. County. So okay. um, it's native to this area. I think it really speaks um, St. Joe, which yeah, is what we're really, really hoping to do and be that local brewery that just embodies uh, its surroundings. Yeah, it's almost got that like driftwood kind of feel. Like you just walk down uh, to Silver Beach, which is literally uh, like a mile straight pretty much. Uh, walked down there, picked up some driftwood, and sanded and it down, and boom, <laughs> there's your bar. Um, so it's a really cool environment. Uh, and by the way, if you want to check out uh, Silver Harbor, you can check it out by, uh, well, coming here to downtown St. Joe. You can check out the map as well at makerstrail.org, and makerstrail.org uh, is the people making this whole thing possible. Uh, now, how did this all get started for you guys? I mean, you, you've been, for about a year or so, but obviously putting together a brewery, uh, it's got to start somewhere. Yeah, so um, it is a long story, so I'll keep it short. Um, but essentially, yeah, essentially, it started um, over a pint of beer, right? Uh, of like course. most of these ideas yeah. start. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so uh, Mike and CJ, who um, are not here today, but are also uh, co-owners of Silver Harbor, um, kind of started out just talking about this. Uh, hey, wouldn't it be cool to start a brewery? And yeah. um, so uh, there's a lot of family ties here. Ben happens to be uh, old college roommates with Mike. Okay. And uh, mine and CJ's wives are uh, cousins. So there's a lot okay. of uh, ties. And, Keep it in um, the family. Yeah, I long guess. story yeah. short, I had been uh, uh, homebrewing for quite some time. And, and uh, CJ had asked me, hey, do you, do you want to get into this brewing industry? And I said, yeah, I would love to yeah. take the opportunity to try it. And then... Um, Shortly after that, we got Ben, and uh, he moved out here, and uh, the place just started coming together. Um, 
now I just, you know, shortened about yeah. two years worth of work right. <laughs> into uh, a paragraph. But yeah, it was it was about uh, what 2015-ish, sometime in there, that we started uh, working on it. So that's a big jump going from being a home brewer to having like this kind of equipment even. I mean, was that kind of overwhelming just making that transition? Uh, a little bit, yeah, yeah. but this... This industry, the brewing industry, is so collaborative. Okay. Um, you know, we worked with people from Gonzo's Brewing in Kalamazoo, and Greenbush uh, yeah. was really helpful. Um, some of the other newer breweries going in at this time, you know, Watermark and North Pier. Uh, it's just you all work together, and and everyone's willing to work together to help you make your dream come true. Um, it's a really cool thing. Yeah. So um, wouldn't wouldn't be here without the help right, of without those the people, help of others, without yeah. a doubt. So yeah, and this uh, this brewing industry uh, just in the past few years has just kind of exploded. So why did you guys decide on St. Joe? Um, and really, it was because there wasn't a brewery here yet. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, we've got uh, some breweries in Benton Harbor and some of the surrounding areas, but downtown right. didn't have that uh, the brewery yet. Yeah. Um, so we wanted to take an opportunity to try and do that. The hard thing about a brewery is, as you can see, it takes up a lot of space. Yeah. You need space for equipment and kitchens and seating. Yeah. Um, and so really, there was only one building in St. Joe that could probably make this work. And we happened, to, happened find to find it. And, it, yeah. and it worked out. That's yeah, this cool. building uh, is... Yeah, massive. And you got these uh, these giant pillars, and that goes all the way to the... I didn't even realize there was a basement to this building. Uh, but, Ben, you guys uh, took us on that tour, and it was just... Uh, Pretty amazing to see all the stuff you guys did, and uh, you guys had to manufacture some of the things, like uh, just your cooler alone that had a ton of kegs down there. You guys basically had to build that. Yeah, we couldn't find a, a cooler, a walk-in cooler large enough for what we needed uh, to accommodate all of our kegs and our food, uh, so we ultimately built a, a large walk-in cooler, almost a little over a 1,000 square feet, uh, around the, the massive columns the pillars yeah uh, so it was it was a fun project and uh you were having, having yeah. some asking well yeah yeah yeah. so ben you're the general manager Correct. so can you speak yep. about the um the restaurant menu i've enjoyed it several times myself but uh, what's the concept behind it and glad to hear yeah. uh yeah the concept behind the food was um speaking of got food coming oh up right God. now oh my look at that right uh, <laughs> the uh, the menu um like Christian said, I moved here. I moved here from Montana, mm-hmm. um, so I was doing a lot of preparation from afar uh, before I finally moved to St. Joe. But I did a lot of research on menus in the area and what people were doing. Right, first time to St. Joe, so it was kind of my uh, my understanding that we get a lot of tourists and, yeah. and whatnot. So tried to cater a menu to appease the locals as well as uh, the people coming up from Chicago and Indiana sure. and, and whatnot. But I didn't want just the same typical fare that you get everywhere else. So we just kind of take uh, take the class, some classic dishes and put our own little twist on it. Um, here in front of us we have um, some mac and cheese egg rolls. I'm going to help myself um, to one of those. That yeah, is, you uh, have to. <laughs> We do hand roll them ourselves. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but we have no freezer. We have one freezer, um, which doesn't store a whole lot. And then we also don't have any microwaves in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Uh, We kind of pride ourselves on just just fresh food, um, quality product. Yeah, Uh, We're not a a from-scratch kitchen, uh, but we do prepare just about everything to order um, and, and have, you know, prep a lot of product. 
That's so. pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, the the food alone is uh, just absolutely delicious. Um, and you know, by the way, hey, people are listening to this uh, uh, podcast. They're like, "Oh my gosh, what what's the food look like?" Well, you'll just have to come here yeah, to Silver to Harbor Brewing it. Company in downtown St. Joe and try some of this stuff because uh, it's absolutely delicious. And uh, Christian, I'm sure it obviously pairs well with the beer because that's something you also have to keep yeah. in mind when you do have a pub style thing. Is is this going to kind of mix well with the beers that you have, right? Yeah, of course. Um, you know, and Ben and I work together a lot, um, just trying to make food dishes that pair well with beer, beer dish, beer that pairs well with food dishes. Um, it, it, they got to go hand in hand. Um, and so, yeah, we take a lot of pride in that. We do uh, uh, features pretty weekly. And, you know, anytime we get one of those features, and we're always trying to pair it with, you know, a new beer that comes out or or uh, some of our mainstays that um, people really enjoy. So speaking of which, we have a couple of five beers in front of us. What should I be pairing with this egg roll? <laughs> um, we probably want to go with our IPA, uh, being okay. that you've got uh, jalapeno bacon okay. in those um, egg rolls. Uh, it okay. gives a little bit of spice, so that always pay- pairs with the IPA. So Okay, this uh, one here? Yeah, that one right there. Wow. So that's our Hop, Sweat, and Tears, um, 6.8% uh, I- I- IPA. Um, about 70 IBUs, so it's very balanced, uh, nice, piney, uh, slight citrusy happiness to it. Well, that's so good. Now, something, uh, you know, you guys have all these great beers, um, but something you guys do, before we get to some of the, the description of some of these beers, you guys do something very interesting that no one else in this area does, and you smoke your beer. Is that what is that the term that you guys do? Yeah, that's uh, that's the coin term we have. Um I mean, yeah, it's not so, weird to people, but you'll have to see see it to believe it. But, yeah, it's yeah cool explain watch. that. Process. Yeah, so essentially you um take a pint or snifter of beer that you've ordered. Um we always recommend our Kumbaya brown ale um okay. just because it already has notes of toasted marshmallows to it. And uh we put it under a glass dome and and fill the dome with smoke. Um so essentially, it just permeates into the head of the beer. Okay. Um, so it's more aroma driven than anything. But when we, I mean, when we drink beer, ninety nine percent of what we taste is driven off of what we smell. Right. Um, so it really translates into a nice uh, smoky aroma and flavor. My favorite menu item you have is the um, is that the Southwest Michigan salad. Is yep. that I love yep. that. Uh, what do you recommend to pair with that? A salad, um, I would go light. Um, okay. You don't want to, obviously, you're not going to want to drink a giant 11% stout. You uh, might want salad. to, you, but. Yeah, you would. <laughs> um, our ginger blonde ale, which actually we also have up here today, okay. would probably be a great option for that. Um, it's one of our uh, light beers, uh, basically mm-hmm. a beer to step you from mm-hmm. domestic to craft. Yeah. Um, so it's only 5%, very light, drinkable, but it's brewed with lemon, ginger, and uh, honey. Yeah, I've had that. It's great. And I am kind of in that between domestic and craft place myself. So it's nice. It's a nice little entry point. Yeah. It's a really cool thing when I when you just explain like some of the stuff that's in there. Uh, it's It's got a very culinary feel to when you're making these beers. So do you ever just find yourself going to the kitchen, grabbing up some stuff and then figuring out what kind of thing you can toss in the brew? Oh, yeah. Um, and so uh, every Monday night we have uh, a Randall infusion beer. Um, and essentially what... What we do is we just grab some ingredients. You know, I think uh, yesterday it was uh, rosemary and thyme, and we infused it with our uh, our once you go Belgian, uh, Belgian gold strong. And so a lot of those, you know, uh, creations translate into wow, would that be a good beer to actually brew? Yeah. And so, for example, uh, we have a beer here today. It's uh, Cookie Monster. It's eleven uh, percent imperial stout. 
All right. And it's brewed That's with... Youth, Johnny. <laughs> I, I love stouts. Yeah. He has his eyes It's wide. brewed with uh, chocolate and uh, peppermint leaves. Oh, my. So it kind of has like a thin mint flavor, and, and that concept came from one of these Randall infusions we did back in uh, during Christmas. Wow, yeah, I was going to say, you did the rosemary and thyme. I'm like, that sounds like a Christmas song, it sure doesn't does. it? I think yeah. it was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, See, but it was this, fun. That that beer also came out when we did a Girl Scout and yeah, uh, cookie and beer. Yeah, I wanted to come to that. So, um, but you guys do a, a lot of fun uh, little events. That that alone is something pretty cool because you almost feel like you could be like a mad scientist because you know you just kind of throw in stuff and see what happens. But it's on a small a small scale, so you're like, oh, this works out, and then maybe you could do it. In a larger scale as well, right? Yeah, and that's kind of the uh, bringing home brewing into, you know, these uh, brewing operations. Um, I think that's what a lot a lot of these uh, craft breweries have been so successful is because they come from home brewing. Mm-hmm. So they're willing to say, hey, let's try a, you know, rosemary and thyme beer. Sure. Um, and and, and see, it, see how it turns out. Oh. Any questions? I don't have any questions right now, but I'm loving this food that I'm just munching on over here. It's so um, good. And so yeah. your, your menu, uh, does it change with the season with some stuff, or do you kind of keep your mainstays? Yeah, there, there definitely will be mainstays. Uh, we're in the process now of uh, putting together a new menu for the summer season. Um, so we'll get some lighter fare and just change some things up and, and, and twist it around. I did want to come out with a winter menu, but we've just been... Too busy, yeah. Um, which is a great that's a great place to, to be, right? Uh, but but yeah, I mean, it just just trying to, to catch up to the the, the overwhelming um, mm-hmm. response that we've had uh, within the first year. Um, but yeah, we we do want to start changing the menu more frequently. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start um, having a specific menu paired with a specific beer, cool. Whether it's a seasonal beer or you know an IPA over the summertime or, or whatnot. So we want to start bridging that gap, um, yeah. bringing the food and the beer together. Uh, we did just do a uh, bacon and beer flight pairing. Oh, that wow. sounds good. Uh, that so sounds we had right up my alley. Five different bacons paired with a flight of five beers. Um, and so we'll, we'll re- reintroduce that again. We'll do a cheese. We'll do, you know, seafood, mm. chicken wings, you know, whatever we can pair with beer and kind of put it out in a fun flight atmosphere. Uh, we, we want to start rolling those out as well. Now, speaking of um, summer, you said you also have, um, maybe you're going to be expanding your drink options coming up pretty soon here. Yep. Yep. So we're crossing our fingers. Don't quote me on the time frame, but uh, <laughs> we, we are getting close to having spirits and wine um, available to our guests as well. Uh, it's not something, you know, we're not, Diving into the, the sure. spirit and wine industry, we're not going to be stomping on any grapes, but uh, we, we're partnering with uh, Fen Valley Winery um, in Fenville, mm-hmm. and then um, uh, Long Roads Distillery up in Grand Rapids. They're going to private label um, on the wine side, two reds and two whites, yeah. and then uh, Long Roads is putting together some of their great spirits for us as uh, a gin, vodka, whiskey, and a bourbon. It's nice because if you are a group of beer lovers, but you have that one friend who's like, Loves the spirits or the wine, and you all want to go to the same place. <laughs> it's nice to have some options. Yeah, and, and right now we don't have any gluten-free um, options for sure. for people. So uh, we will have a, a hard cider as well, um, or cool. they can get into the wine or spirits. You know, for those who can't um, enjoy a good beer, that's very cool stuff. Now, um, and it seems like you guys just you love collaborating from the from the start. And uh, have you guys uh, thought about, or have you done already? Some collaborations with either some of these distillers or uh, other breweries to make like special like 
buddy beer almost. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, our good friends over at uh, Sister Lakes Brewing Company. Oh, love that Sister place. Lakes. Um, we did a, uh, a Belgian double collab that we did with them where we brewed with uh, figs. And uh, they had a lot of success with that. It was only at their, um, their facility, but um, cool. turned out really well. And uh, we hope to do, you know, more in the future and just continue to, you know, do collaborative stuff with all the people in the area. Very cool. Um, you had something else that we talked about a little bit, and I know this is far in the future, but you're going to be maybe expanding your sort of outdoor, indoor seating area, which is kind of really needed in the St. Joe area, like, you know, places where you can let the outdoors in. Yeah, and um, we don't, like I said, we don't have any specific time yeah. frame on it, but uh, we're, we're in the works of it. Um, we do have uh, some architects that have drawn up plans for us and just need to get some approval going, and hopefully uh, that project should be starting relatively soon. Um, it will take some time yeah. to build out and you know a lot of work that goes into that, but uh, we're hoping to get there within the next year or so. That's cool, because I feel like every time I've been here, it's packed. You guys are seem to be doing really well. <laughs> so. I was going to say, and that's yeah. the, the whole purpose of it is for our larger events. So yeah. We get quite a few rehearsal dinner requests mm-hmm. or large functions from Whirlpool and, and surrounding sure. businesses. So. That will help alleviate um, some of the stresses from that, um, and you know, and keeping the the tap room open to the general public and for walk-in business. Um, and then, um, second fold, uh, we just we wanted we, we can tend to go on a couple hour long sure. wait on okay. the weekends, so we want a space where it's where people can go and hang out, have a beer, you know, not be you know too. Uh, too packed in mm-hmm. um, right. and uh, and then wait for their table for the dining room. So that space will be a more just a, a casual, um, almost self-service um, space with mm-hmm. a limited uh, kind of probably appetizer snacking menu. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we'll keep the current tap room as our, our main dining area and, and bar. That's wonderful. Um, now, you guys have told us a lot of stuff of things that are coming up in the future. Is there anything that you guys are keeping secret, like lock and key, that you want to tell us? That you can tell us now. <laughs> it's okay. Any secrets okay. that we can develop? We're, we're totally among friends here. Uh, no one else is... No, I'm kidding. Everyone's, Everyone's going to, to be to listening. <laughs> so, uh, is there anything that you guys have uh, in the works that you either want to do, or it's kind of in the, uh, the baby stages of something that uh, you want to do in the future? We'd love to use this building more um i mean like you said we have a full basement yeah no we're not going to go down to the basement and do raves or anything like that but come on now um, it would be fun (laughs) (laughs) no i'm kidding but if we can utilize the rooftop um, Mm, okay go up um that would be awesome i mean that's definitely years down the road but you know and when we constructed remodeled the building and did the you know renovations and whatnot we did plan ahead i mean right we, we put in large water mains so we could grow and fire suppress and sure. you know just we're always thinking forward so yeah i've noticed that because i mean you see in your brewing facility we've already got a ton of uh, barrels and things going on and uh but you still have walking room and space for other things to expand so you guys have definitely thought about that but then once you hit to the uh Going there, going up, going down. <laughs> you gotta go. You gotta go up, and so that's a that's a pretty cool idea. I think we do have one other secret. One that we secret. Could tell oh, you okay. too. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, yes. And it's actually going to happen okay. uh, here relatively soon. Uh, tomorrow, uh, I don't know where this podcast will air, but uh, tomorrow <laughs> uh, we're actually doing our first uh, mobile canning run. 
Oh, wow. yeah, you were telling and us about so, that. That's really cool. Uh, you'll be able to get Silver Harbor beer um, on shelves around Berrien County and Cass County to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how soon that would be, but it's very soon that okay. it's coming up. And uh, awesome. we'll be canning our Hop, Sweat, and Tears IPA and um, our Kumbaya Brown Ale. So that's really exciting, and, exactly. and I don't that. think we've uh, told many people on that yet, so that's, right. that, that's yeah, coming so real we'll soon. We'll spill the doing beans that tomorrow, that so this will probably air here in uh, the next week or two, so uh, yeah. By so. that point, would they, maybe people be able to There's a good chance shelves? that they'll yes. be on, tap by, or, uh, cool. on shelves by then, yeah. Wow. wow, that's awesome, and they'll be able to get cans and stuff here. Uh, one, la- one last thing that I noticed that, uh, that you guys do that I don't see a lot of places doing it, um, you know, a lot of places come in, a lot of craft breweries you go to, you get growlers. But you guys do something different, and that is you put it in a can, which I love. Yeah, um, so we do have growlers as well. Um, But the the crawl, it's called a crawler. It's a 32-ounce canned growler. Um, That's like a big, like, I have small hands, but that's a a (laughs) two-handed beer for me. Um, And so, yeah, it's two pints, too. So um, what is nice about it is, you know, if you go out on the boat, um, yeah. bring your crawler with you know you can recycle the cans um and so it's just it's a nice option they're filled right off the draft line and then canned right in front of you they also seem to hold a little bit better um yeah. longer mm-hmm. uh, the carbonation yeah. than, than the growlers do so we always recommend them they're um uh, pretty close to the same price point uh you obviously get a little better deal in terms mm-hmm. of volume of beer sure. with yeah. growler but still very affordable um and and a great option to really get your beer home. I think you guys should come out with an enormous um, koozie for them. <laughs> so they, they, they actually they do they make them? they, they make, make them, them now. Yeah, yeah. They you don't see them that often because crawlers aren't that popular. Right, like out on the boat with your. I've seen a few places <laughs> that are starting to do the crawler thing that they've had the the koozie for that, but it's it's pretty much a blanket. Right. Uh, right for that thing. Um, but that's oh my gosh, there's so many cool things. Uh, can we like uh, hang out with you guys like all the time? And, <laughs> all day like, we just sit here and food. We're, we're always here, so you're welcome. We're, one we one of the, the dreams of mine, and this is a secret I'll reveal, is that one of the dreams of mine is to always to, is to make a beer that I like decide what all everything is in there. So can I can I count on you guys someday? Yeah. Make the Johnny Beer? Come on. The Johnny Beer. We've got to have a cooler name than that. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll so work we'll, on that. We'll work on that. But maybe I'll come back to you guys and uh, we'll try to make my own beer. Um, but thank you guys so much for joining us. I, I mean, yeah, I can talk to you guys for hours and then eat all your food and drink all your beer. We're going to do that part, though, uh, right? But we will do that. <laughs> um, but you got to check out this uh, this podcast at uh, Meet the Makers, or uh, for the podcast Meet the Makers at makerstrail.org. You can also find it at 983thecoast.com. Uh, but Meet the Makers is brought to you by the Makers Trail. You can follow the Makers Trail at makerstrail.org. Taste their art along the trail. Uh, bring home your favorites. And uh, please remember to travel safely. And uh, you got to come check out Silver Harbor Brewing Company here in downtown St. Joe. Thank you guys again Thanks, guys. so much. Thank you. Thank you.